Azanya Mosaka on 702. It's time for us to uh, catch up with Nikki Bush. And Nikki has been walking us through the difficulties of this lockdown since the very beginning, you know, since the beginning of this period where we realized that this is quite serious. The pandemic is turning our lives upside down and that we have to adapt the way we live. And it's been so useful to get her thoughts and perspectives and her insights as a human potential expert and parenting expert, because this is a matter that's not only affected us in our families, with our children, but also the way in which we work and at the workplace. So it's been an interesting time um, in terms of all these relationships. And so today, Nikki is going to be talking about um, some of the things that have come up, some of the more common issues that have been raised through the webinars and all the different interactions that she's had in, in, in this period. I think we will see ourselves in there. We will identify with these because um, they're indeed very, very common as we reflect. Good afternoon, Nikki. Hello, Azza. Good to have you. Good to have you. It's been quite a period. I mean, looking back when we first started, there was all that uncertainty, so much uncertainty. We weren't sure how to feel and how to, uh, what to think in this moment. We were wrestling with a hell of a lot. But now here we are. Here we are, months down the line, so much stronger. Well, yes. Um, you know, I was so interested, as a when you said that uh, this slot is being dedicated to our healthcare workers and our mental healthcare workers, because I've actually had somebody in two of my webinars recently who I think she works for the Red Cross uh, Hospital or Kruterskia down in Cape Town. And she's a mother of two young children. And she has a husband who's also a healthcare worker. And she has actually written an entire mental health program for supporting 4,000 mental health care workers during this pandemic. And in one of the webinars, some of her feedback that I had looked at just before I heard what you said was, here's to uncaging ourselves and ringing more bells. And so so often during um, my women's conversations and I do a lot of on-camera stuff with groups of women on Zoom so they get to interact and they never want to leave actually I have to say at nine o'clock at night I have to say (laughs) girls it's time to go to bed (laughs) because I think that's one of the things that we really have uh, rediscovered is how much we need each other but also in this particular instance why I'm mentioning this woman it it really brought up imposter syndrome She's done Mm -hmm. an amazing job over and above her day job. She's put this program together for 4,000 healthcare workers. And she hadn't actually acknowledged herself until she landed up in one of my workshops where we were talking about, uh, and I think I did this last week. Did I ring my bell on this show? I think I might have. (laughs) Um, yeah. <laughs> but I have a bell on my desk now. And I and I really think that women don't acknowledge themselves when things go right mm-hmm. and when they succeed. And so I've taken to ringing a bell myself and I'm teaching people to, to get a bell because then you get this <laughs> visceral reminder that you've done something really amazing because as women, we tend to go tick, done, let's get on to the next thing. 
mm-hmm. and we don't stop to acknowledge ourselves and then we are looking outside of ourselves for acknowledgement all the time we become really needy of that external validation so um that's what that's what your uh, intro about this the sponsorship yes. of the slot actually or the dedication reminded me of that and um and i have had a lot of uh, you know mixed um audiences men and women and one of the things that we're all realizing and this is coming up often is that our kids should not be the source of our happiness mm mm it's quite an interesting so, one yes it is and how has that been raised in this period like how has that been uh, made uh, how has it been pronounced yeah. well, in this I think period you, you know because we're all living together and we haven't had a break um there are a few things that have changed quite dramatically so if you had a child for example who was a good sportsman or sportswoman or was on the stage you know something like that or doing ballet concerts you know how parents are so proud of their children and children start thinking that they have to keep their children that their parents happy well if dad can't go and watch his son play first team rugby and i know people you know this has happened to people their kids have made the first team for the first time and you know what they didn't even get to play this year hmm. so hmm. all that pride and and that almost sometimes living vicariously through your children and mm-hmm. um has not been able to take place this year and right. so, so how have we compensated for that well this is a, an interesting thing and maybe a very good thing is that we've had to start acknowledging and um giving um encouragement to our children's process rather than the outcome because we're not seeing so many right. physical outcomes of their actions as much as we would have in the old pre-covid world and, and isn't so that a better thing isn't that be- isn't that better nikki mm Yes, celebrating the process and celebrating who our children are is actually vital. And it's one mm. of the things that's come up over and over again in the uh, teen roller coaster workshops is how often we have pictures of how we wish our children to be, how we want them to turn out. And yet once they hit the, those teenage years, they're starting that process of becoming who they are, not who we want them to be. So there's that bit of a separation, that space that comes between us and our children at that point as they step out into this onto this road of independence and we have to help them to find their own voice rather than being our mouthpiece. Sure. Thank you. That is so important. I, yeah, it does. It changes um uh, so much about the expectations, the expectations that we we have on them, uh the things they feel they need to deliver on because the process is so much more important than uh the outcome or the weight. We need to place more weight on the process, on the journey rather than the destination or, or the outcome of it. But let's carry on with uh, more of these pointers, things that have uh, yes. uh that uh, Nikki has uh, noted to be very common issues 
issues that people have been raising through her webinars after the break. We'll also take your calls and your reflections. For instance, with your parenting, how has it changed in light of COVID-19? How has it kind of um, uh, shifted uh, in light of COVID-19 and that everybody is in such close quarters at home forced to spend this quality time together? So that's one, and we'll hear about the others after this. Azania Mosaga on 702. And we're back with Nikki Bush and looking at what we've learned over the past couple of weeks in uh, working our way through this pandemic and what Nikki has noticed, of course, through her webinars. And one thing is our change in parenting style, in parenting style um, and our relationships with our children. So, Nikki, what else has come to the fore? I'm really curious about relationships and we hear a lot about this we've seen articles about how divorces have been on the increase in certain parts of the world or relationships breaking down as a result of lockdowns and the pandemic how have our how how, what have participants said um about relationships Mm. So the one observation, because we are now spending more time with each other, of course, is that if you leave relationships untended for too long, they die. So if we're not um, tilling the soil around important relationships in our lives, whether it's our husbands, our wives, our partners, our children, those relationships wither and die. And a lot of people have said that this has been a great opportunity for spending much more time together, obviously, which means that if there were cracks in the relationship, they will come to the surface. So some people have been dealing with those cracks and getting counseling and rebuilding relationships. And and for some of them, it's been the first time they've had uninterrupted time to observe their children and really get to know them. Mm-hmm. And I had another mum who had twins just before lockdown. So she was just coming out of maternity leave and she and her husband are both at home with these twins. She would never have had that opportunity of both being at home full time, working full time, but, but also being at home with those twins. And in fact, another client just had a baby last week and he's had, I think, three children before. And he said, this is the first time he's home to be able to go and in his words, drop kisses on her little face in between mm. meetings. <laughs> you know, so there are some very um, beautiful dynamics at play. And also there's still that, um, uh, that, that unsure, you know, there's a lot of, although we've, we've traveled a long way in the past five mm-hmm. months, we're going to go into a new phase now, which I think is going to be interesting. And there is that insecurity around what will happen next. And a lot of my, my large clients are talking about reducing their floor space because we're going to have rotational working as we are having rotational schooling. So they're not expecting people to come back to the office full time in the future. They're expecting yeah. people to come back two days a week maybe. And when you come back, you won't have a desk and you won't have your own office. Mm. So once again, we go back to redefining who we are, not through other people's eyes, but through our own. And that's been a very big theme that has run through the last few months in webinars. 
I really like that a lot because I think we, a lot has been stripped away as well. The distractions, you know, the things that we would have distracted ourselves with, the cricket match, uh, the time in restaurants with friends. We've, we've been forced to sit with ourselves, you know, and mm. really reflect, as you say, on our own identities in the middle of all of this. So, and that can be uncomfortable. And we've all come out differently, I guess, you know, yes. some for the better and some with a lot to still work through. Um, but we've been forced to, to sit with ourselves. Yes, and to also realize that in the middle of raising a family and in the middle of building a career, we also need to come to grips with who we are, that those are mm. expressions of the essence of who we are. They aren't who we are. So your job is not who you are. It's an expression of who you are. And if you do have children, your children, I think you've realized now, are watching you. They're watching us own our own happiness and embrace our own journey. And I think children used to have a fantastical idea of what work looked like. That mom and dad went off to work. Now they've seen that work looks quite boring for the most part. So I think the <laughs> fantasy of work being quite exciting has gone right out of the window. That work is just work, yeah. you know. It's a lot of time on a computer and a lot of time on a phone. <laughs> so... That little bubble, I think, that reality, that bubble has burst and reality is sinking in that actually life is what you make it, make of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it is a lot of hard work and effort and it takes a lot of taking control of your own mind um, and celebrating each step that you take. And I think that's the other thing we need. We, we are starting to realize that we don't just need to celebrate the big achievements. We need to celebrate the small steps, the baby steps in getting closer to where we want to be. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, just thinking about COVID and what we've had to deal with. Sometimes it's just patting yourself on the back that you've been teachable, that you've learned a new skill, that you are getting along better online, you know, that you, you're more, more comfortable online. And, and that's worth celebrating in and of itself. And then I think we've really, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a, a call today from one of the big telecoms companies who's booked me for a Women's Day event. And, you know, I said last week that we, we do so much for women over this time, but men are part of the equation. And would mm. you believe they phoned me today and said, would I mind if they invited the whole company, all 5,000 people, men and women, to the event because they've had so many questions from men as to why they are being left out in the cold during Women's Day. Yeah. So I think that so these, are, these shifts, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's some major shifts in the dynamics within the home, uh, as in the work, the load of the work, the sharing of responsibilities around the house, the sharing of responsibilities and raising children, homework, all of those things, even in the workplace, you know, the shift in, 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 in our perspectives, um, I think it's going to be an interesting one as far as the world uh, that, is, that, that, that we're moving into is concerned. Um, Nikki, you've dropped some major gems over the past couple of weeks, and I really want to thank you, and I'm going to direct our listeners to the blogs that you've written, that you've shared with us on NikkiBush.com. That's N-I-K-K-I, NikkiBush.com, for you to read uh, up on all the things that we've discussed over the past couple of weeks.
of weeks. She's been indispensable and just so helpful in navigating through the emotions and the challenges of that of this period. And that was human potential, human potential and parenting expert, Nikki Bush.